Hey there, welcome to Ancient Ways for Modern Days and Happy New Year. Uh, so excited to have you join me as we jump into 2023 and uh, and our daily devotion is going to take a little bit of a, a, a turn. We're going we're gonna to shift it just a little bit. This last year, we had a wonderful year together. We walked through every chapter of the New Testament. We took a devotional look at every chapter, looking at just a, a handful of verses from every single chapter and, and considering this, this, uh, this word of God, this ancient way, and, and how it applies to our modern day. Uh, it was a great journey. It was kind of like a, just a breakneck pace. We just kind of covered big picture stuff. Um, and so this year, this year our shift is we are going to look at one book at a time and instead of one chapter at a time, we're just going to walk through a few verses little by little, a kind of section by section. And so what we're going to end up doing is just uh, cover an entire book over the course of a few months and then when that ends, we, we'll, we'll pick up another book. And so, uh, so I'm so glad you're here. If we have not met, my name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And, uh, and this is primarily a, a way for our church to be discipled, for our church to, to continue to uh, have God's word in your heart and in your mind. It's a way for me to, to pastor and shepherd and to remind you of the truth of God's word. Uh, but I know that there are folks that tune in from all over the place. So if that's you, welcome. Glad you're joining us. I hope this blesses you. I hope it benefits you. I hope this helps you grow more faithful as a disciple of Jesus, as you remember that your salvation is built on the faithfulness of Jesus and his death and resurrection. Now that said, let's, uh, let's jump in. Let's, let's do the big reveal. The big reveal is what book are we going to cover? And, uh, and so had a lot of different ideas. Uh, obviously there are 66 books in the Bible and I wrestled with Old Testament, New Testament. Uh, there's so much there, but where I landed is really kind of a, if I'm honest, just a desire of my heart to walk through one of the gospels. And so we're going to, we're going to look at the gospel of John, uh, this first part of the year. We're going to begin in John chapter one, verse one. And, uh, and so I want to introduce you. This is, uh, this is John and, uh, this is one of Jesus's disciples. And we'll get to know John a little by little as we walk through this. I kind of want to keep the video short, but the purpose of John's gospel John's desire, John's hope, John's burden as the Spirit is inspiring him to write these words. John has a very clear desire and a very clear passion. And so let's start with that. John, not verse chapter 1, verse 1, but John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31. Here's what John writes toward the end of his, of his gospel. He says, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written. I wrote this. God moved in me so that I would write these words. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, the son of God. And by believing, you may have life in his name. This is John's burden. This is John's desire. This is why the Lord led him to write this. So that those who read it, so that you and I, 2,000 years later, so that those who read it, we would not just have a moral life, not just know some good things about God, not just kind of do the right things, but that we would believe in Jesus, in his name, we would have life. Uh, really, John's desire is that we are, the Bible says that we are saved that we're saved. This is his heart, his desire. Uh, 
And so this is going to be the desire that I carry out as we walk through this, this book. And so with that said, let's turn to John chapter 1, verse 1. And... Uh, 1 through 3, and then we're obviously going to look at Genesis 1 as well. Um, but here we go. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Now, this is where John begins. And I, I know I showed you the slide briefly, and so I kind of already tipped my hat, hand a little bit, but... But John begins with these words, in the beginning. Now, any Bible reader, any Hebrew, any Jewish person reading these words, their mind is automatically going to go where? Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. The first words of the Bible, in the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This is, this is before anything else ever existed. God existed and God, he made the heavens and the earth. Now, as this is clear in our mind. Let's let's go back now to John chapter 1 verses 1 through 3. Same language, in the beginning. In the beginning, but instead of saying God created the heavens and the earth, here's what it says, in the beginning was the word. The word, halagos. Uh, this, this, this word existed. And, 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 you know, if you just read those first, that first phrase, you're like, okay, what, what is this word? But the, then John, led by the Spirit, he goes about defining this word for us. He says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Well, here's what we know. We know that this word is, it's pre-existent. It's eternal. Before anything was made, this word existed. It's this previously existed word. It says, and the word was with God. And then here's what it says, and the word was God. Now this means that this word only, wasn't only existing before creation. This word is God. Now, this might throw us for a loop. Because if we read the Bible, we say, the Bible's really clear, there, there is one God. But, but, but what we must understand is that this one true God, he, he is more complex than we are. He is other. He is beyond us. He is transcendent. He is above and beyond us. That means his existence is different than our existence. Now, let's just think about that for a minute. His existence, he is infinite. He is independent, right? We are, we are finite. We, we are dependent. Our existence depends upon him. He exists in, in, in perfection without us. So in the beginning was the word and the word was God, this, this complex transcendent God. Well, what the Bible teaches is that there's one God, but then the Bible describes that there is God, the father, and God the Son, and God the Spirit. All three of these exist as one God, but three distinct persons. This is the biblical teaching that oftentimes we call the Trinity, the triune God. And this is where John begins, because John is going to make it very clear that Jesus isn't just a man, that Jesus is divine. In the beginning, we're going to see the Word is Jesus when we get to verse 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So what you find, the beginning of John's gospel, you have this pre-existent divine God. And then it goes on, verse 2, he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Here's where John continues to go. Here, here's what he explains about this word. He says, not only is this word pre-existent and divine, but this word is the creator. 
the Creator. Everything else we're going to read about this one who is the Word, verse 14, we're going to learn that he becomes flesh. We're going to find out that this Word is, in fact, Jesus, the Messiah, the one that John writes about so that we will have life in his name. Everything John writes, he is writing about Jesus. He's saying Jesus was in the beginning. He's preexistent. Jesus was with God and that Jesus was God. He is God. Jesus is divine. In fact, Jesus, we find, is the creator. This is the one that John wants us to believe in. Now, over the course of John's gospel, uh, over the course of John telling us the good news about Jesus, we find that Jesus lives that perfect life, dies a sacrificial death in our place, is resurrected victoriously from the grave, and ascends to heaven where now he lives to make intercession. This is, this is Jesus that we're talking about. But the, the text begins, not with the humanity of Jesus, it's going to get there very shortly, but with the divinity of Jesus. Our text begins with us marveling at Jesus, the eternal, divine creator. Now, it's important for us as we walk through John to, to just maybe pause here for a moment and recognize the significance of, of Jesus. Now, we, we sometimes lessen Jesus. We sometimes talk about Jesus in a cavalier nature. And, and here's the deal. Jesus is our brother. We, we are co-heirs with him. Jesus calls his disciples, his friends, these terms of intimacy and endearment, they are true and they should be used, but they should be used with a sense of reverence, with a sense of awe, with a sense of the majesty of who Christ is. Listen, Jesus is not our, our homeboy. Jesus is not our best friend forever. Jesus is the pre-existent, eternal, divine creator. Now, there's so much more we can say, but I, I want to stop here. Our ancient way for our modern day is to begin with exalting Jesus. It's to begin with worshiping Jesus. It's to begin the book of John by allowing Jesus to be placed in his rightful position as, as this majestic one. Don't, don't lessen Jesus. Don't let Jesus to be some, become someone who you treat as common don't take him for granted. Recognize that he did not have to come to earth, but he did. Recognize he needed nothing in the eternal state. He, he, was, he was perfectly satisfied without any need whatsoever. God the Father, Son, and Spirit in perfect harmony. They weren't sitting up in heaven and be like, man, we're, we're kind of bored. No, they, he needed nothing. This is the Jesus we know this is the Jesus who knows us. This is the Jesus we follow. This is the Jesus who loves us and who we love as well. You know, today, as we begin the year, what a way to begin the year. The ancient way for our modern day is to marvel at Jesus. So as this video comes to a close, your, your homework, week one, day one, 2023, is to take some time and, and thank Jesus Thank him that though he needed nothing, he came to be our rescuer. Though he needed nothing, he came to be our savior. Now, take this moment to thank him. 
And, and then maybe begin to read through John chapter one. I, I know Valley has a Bible reading plan. We'll link to that in this video. We'll make sure that you can connect with us there, but, but maybe add the gospel of John to your reading plan. Now just little by little read through it, preparing your heart as we begin this, uh, this new journey in 2023 of ancient ways for modern days.